0: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Um, when it comes to like, exotic pets, how do, how do you feel about a chicken? Helping you unwind after a long day of work. Why like, is there a chicken? I saw at a local <laughs> place where like you can adopt pets... It's like, you know, you're looking to see like what they got dog-wise and like, there's a chicken. This is a dog, not a chicken. Chickens don't look like dogs. Can a chicken be a pet? It feels like it'd be pretty easy to take care of. The Nightcap. Who the hell would want a chicken for a pet? On WGR. This is day one and I'm already (laughs) thinking about acquiring a chicken. Sports Radio 550. What's up? I'm here for the next hour, hoping to have you join me. It's the Nightcap with Joe DiBiase here on WGR. Would love to get a bunch of calls today. I am, I, I'll be honest, a lot of trouble not being just, what's even the word I want here? Sucked into the real things that are happening in the world today, in our country, but at the same time, you need a distraction. I've needed a distraction all day. I hope to be that to you for the next hour if you need it. Um, there, of course, so much going on in the country right now. They're covering it over on our sister station, WBEN, News Radio 930, if you're looking for coverage on that. But again, like, I've had a tough day, you know, being distracted today. And that's really what I want to strive for this next hour. So if you want to be distracted too, if you want to give me a call at 803 0550. Uh, feel free, because i got a lot on today's show. Um, Josh Allen conversation. I, I don't like having futuristic conversations about Josh Allen when he's playing this well, and he's got the Bills in Super Bowl contention. But you got a quarterback coming through town on Saturday. That I think is really interesting to kind of put Allen up against. So we're going to talk a lot of Phillip Rivers, and then the Bills coaching staff. Guys, they're going to lose. Brian Dable, it it really increasingly looks like he's going to get hired. He is the betting favorite right now for two separate jobs. He is the betting favorite to be the Jets head coach. He is the betting favorite to be the Chargers head coach. So the likelihood that the Bills have a new offensive coordinator next season to me is very high. Joe Shane, assistant GM. Also, if you want that, he's getting an interview uh, in Atlanta. He already had one in Carolina that reportedly went very well. So the Bills might be losing someone in their front office as well. But this is what happens with good teams, isn't it? This is what happens with good teams. This is what happens when you are a Super Bowl contender. And it's all about the pillars of your regime and of your organization and whether they can withstand losing good people. And guys that really contribute to your success, can you replace Brian Dable? Like that will be the next test for this organization. Is when you lose guys to promotions on other teams, can you make up for it? New England is an easy comparison to pull from this, even though that was abnormally abnormally long, twenty plus years. Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, like it almost didn't matter who the other guys were; they were just going to be great. Josh McDaniels in and out, Charlie Weiss, Romeo Crennel, Brian Dable, like everyone in and out of the Patriots coaching staff and front office. Nick Casario, this guy who's getting a job in Houston, uh, or maybe not in Houston, Carolina, he's getting an interview somewhere. There are guys that were always in and out of New England, and they just kept going. They kept churning. And can the Bills be some version of that? We'll see. They will have to be faced with that test. Because again, Dable's getting a job. Uh, wanted to spend a lot of tonight's show on Phillip Rivers. That's where I'll be looking for your calls at 803-0550. He plays the Bills on Saturday as the Colts quarterback. This is a This is a quarterback that I. That I just I idolize almost. He is everything. he's the antithesis of everything I hate about why a quarterback is a Hall of Famer. He's the complete opposite. The Troy Aikmans, the, the Eli Mannings, the Joe Namaths, the guys that they won. Terry Bradshaw for this too. The guys that won and won a lot, but you might have some argument of how good they really were. And (laughs) <laughs> that, that can never, to me, mean that you are the best at what you do, which is what an establishment like the Hall of Fame should be meant for. The best of the best. Who was the best at playing quarterback? And Phillip Rivers might be a bit of a polarizing figure because there is almost no real winning. He has been in the NFL for a very long time. He has never missed a game. 251 starts in a row, including an AFC championship game 13 years ago that he played in six days after tearing his ACL and his meniscus. I mean, put him in the Hall of Fame just for that. Just for throwing 200-plus yards in the AFC title game on a torn ACL and a torn meniscus. Never missed a game. So, but that being said, the reason I bring that up, he's eighth all-time in wins, But the win percentage, it's below 600. It's not one of the elites. There is no Super Bowl. There is no Super Bowl appearance by Phillip Rivers. And it's a lot of playoff disappointment. A losing record in the postseason. Never being able to get over the hump of New England and Pittsburgh and Indianapolis. He never quite joined that elite club in the conference. There was that stat. I think it was 2000, was it 2001? Maybe it was past that. There was a certain year. There was like a 15-year stretch where the only quarterbacks that went to the Super Bowl in the AFC were Brady, Manning, Roethlisberger, and then one time with Joe Flacco. All those other years, for a long time, were between three guys. And I always felt like Phillip Rivers was almost as good as them. And maybe you could even argue that talent... He was there. He was right there with Ben Roethlisberger. I wouldn't put him on the same tier, the same class as Brady and Manning. I mean, those might be the best two quarterbacks I've ever seen. Might be the best two quarterbacks ever. But Rivers was not too far behind, but he just never broke through. He never had the winning. Maybe it would have happened if he had played in a different conference. Maybe it would have happened if the New York Giants and the LA Chargers did not pull that trade off. If he ends up at the 2004 draft, Eli to New York, Rivers to San Diego. And I'm probably the only person on earth, by the way, that just had to think San Diego and not make a mistake saying L.A. It's usually the other way around. But anyways, if Rivers is a giant, how different a guy's career could be? Because that's a team that had a real infrastructure, a real organization and set of players around a quarterback that worked. Didn't work forever. And the Giants held on maybe eight years too long with their guy. But they won two Super Bowls. And to think that, like Eli Manning, we'll use for comparison here. Because that's going to be the easiest one. Those two guys, you can, you can put them against each other. That's a perfect Hall of Fame debate. Perfect. It's the guy who won two Super Bowls, but he was never maybe even close to the best quarterback in football. He was 500 in the regular season for his career, exactly 500. It still blows my mind. that Eli Manning has the exact same amount of wins as losses for a career that long. But Rivers, meanwhile, he's got the yardage, he's got the touchdowns, he has got way less, <laughs> way fewer picks than Eli, and those are two. Complete opposites of why one guy should get in and one should, and the other shouldn't. And to say that, well, Eli should get in because he has two Super Bowls, my immediate counter to that will always be put Phillip Rivers on the Giants and you're telling me they wouldn't have won two Super Bowls? Really? Like, they scored 17 points in that first one against New England, or 21 points. They weren't lighting the world on fire offensively. I think you could argue Rivers would have won more on a team like the Giants or a team in a different conference with a better infrastructure than the Chargers had given him for 15 plus years. This is a guy that I think will, his reputation will never be as good as how good he really was. And it's not like he's been bereft of talent. Like he had some real good teams there in San Diego for a few years, but then there was a lull, like there was five, six years of nothing. He had a couple of good wide receivers. A Keenan Allen is a very good wide receiver that he has had, but, in terms of elite rosters, Rivers had it early in his career, and that's kind of gone away. And I don't think you can dock him for that. And the poll I put up on Twitter that this will really stir people up. You know, it, like, it, naturally, I think it will. But also because I think it's a legitimate question. Because we had a caller earlier today on the afternoon show Bringing up, what is Josh Allen's ceiling at this point? And Brendan yesterday, Brendan Keeney, here on this show, asked me, would you bet on this being Allen's best statistical output for his career? Would you bet on this to be the best numbers Allen ever has? And for some reason, I didn't want to say no. I didn't want to say he'll do better than this. Not because I don't think Allen is capable of it, But it's hard to beat what Josh Allen has done this season. He's played the quarterback position this year as high as anybody has ever done it. Right next to the best seasons of Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, some of the best of Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Those guys had much bigger passing touchdown numbers in some cases. But Allen, he's having a franchise historically great season. And it's so hard to beat. 4,500 passing yards, 45 total touchdowns, all of that rushing. It's tough to beat that. So, yeah, I think if you pinned me down, I'd tell you, okay, yeah, there will be enough years with Josh Allen that I would say he he will top that. But I don't think that has to be the case. And, again, that's not a slight to Allen. It's more a compliment to how great this year he's been. And the question I posed, and this is the one where I think, again, it will stir people up, fine. But I think it's a legitimate question. Would you take Josh Allen being as good as Phillip Rivers for his career? And I think most people right now will answer that no. But please try not to get swept up in the team's success. And that's why I phrased it the way I phrased it. Would you take Allen being as good as Philip Rivers? Because if I just said... Would you take Josh Allen having Philip Rivers' career? Then the answer is no. Why? Because there's no Super Bowl involved. There's no Super Bowl appearance involved. And for that, you can't say yes. You absolutely can't say yes. But man, if Josh Allen went on to have a 17-year career for the Bills, where he had... Pulling up Rivers' numbers right now. Where he had 63,000 passing yards. 421 passing touchdowns. Or total touchdowns, I should say. Rivers doesn't run, so it's kind of hard to make that comparable. Allen already has. Allen had more rushing touchdowns maybe in his first three games than Rivers has in his career. So that's hard to make. But 17 years of Hall of Fame level play from your quarterback And that's why I said as good as Phillip Rivers because with Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean at the helm right now, the way that they have identified players that have come in and helped them, sometimes out of nowhere, Matt Milano being a fifth-round pick, Gabriel Davis being a fourth-round pick, both the running backs being thirds, Deion Dawkins, a franchise left tackle in the second. They have brought in Jordan Poyer as a bargain bin free agent when that came around. For them to have so many important players that are great at their position, where they invested so little to get them, that to me is sustainable for a long time. And I don't believe Phillip Rivers ever had that. So to me, if Josh Allen is as good as Phil, if he has a career as good as Phillip Rivers in terms of his production, his consistency, his play, Throughout the whole t- the whole way, the health, never missing a game, that's almost, you know, that's hard to do. It's probably not going to happen. You he worry he's going to play 251 games in a row. But to have something near that, the Bills would win a Super Bowl. If Allen's as good as Phillip Rivers for his career, the Bills will win a Super Bowl. I fully believe that. And there were other names I could have brought up, by the way, there for identifying players. It's all about the players they pick out, Tredavious White, and then to integrate them in their system. So I would say yes to this question. Would not be surprised if three-fourths say they would not. But I would say yes. I think Rivers is that good for his career. And that maybe is going to be a bigger part of this. How good do you really think Philip Rivers' career is gone? Because I think it's almost as good as you can do. And just because the winning's not there, I'm not going to throw out his whole career. That is Hall of Fame caliber. Fifth all-time in passing yards. Fifth all-time in passing touchdowns. Eighth in wins. In total wins. Always, at least in the conversation, even when your team is kind of a disaster around you. I would take that. I would take that level of quarterback play. 8030550 Eight oh three oh five fifty is the phone number. I'll take a break a little bit early here. Give me a call in the next few minutes. I'll throw you on hold, and we'll get to calls right when we come back. I do want to talk a little more about the Bills' coaching search and maybe a little hockey as well. Big injury for the Sabres in terms of length. Semges is going to miss the season. We'll talk a little bit about what that means for opening lineup and then also for the season as a whole. It's the Nightcap with Joe DiBiase. Looking for your calls next here on WGR. are probably the team that's playing the best heading into the playoffs, winners of nine of 10, but the Colts have won six of eight. And offensively here, they're playing some really good football with Phillip Rivers at quarterback, Jonathan Taylor at tailback, running the heck out of the ball. I mean, that's one thing you can say about this team right now is they're kind of clicking on the offensive side at the right time, scoring about 28 points per game on the regular these last couple of weeks. Jonathan Taylor is routinely over 100 yards in the last couple. And Phillip Rivers has been really efficient. And so the offensive line, The ground game, it's kind of all clicking at the right time as the Colts go on the road and they have to play a really difficult Bills team as the number two seed. Matt Taylor, Colts play-by-play man on One Bills Live earlier today. I don't think it's really saying, I mean, it is saying a lot. The Bills are almost obviously the hottest team going into the playoffs. I mean, they're historically hot going into the playoffs. Um, But you can check out that interview in full at radio.com on-demand audio, as well as WGR550.com, would you take Josh Allen being as good as Phillip Rivers for his career? Again, I'll admit, I bet most people are going to say no. It's the way this poll's going on, social media they put up. But I would be on the yes side. The, the, the immediate response, and I think the easy response, is going to be, I many Super Bowls. If you attach that to Rivers, okay, I mean, obviously, it's a Yes. Or obviously, to a no, I mean. But I'll just always come back to how how many Super Bowls would Phillip Rivers have won if he had a decade or more with a Sean McDermott-Brandon Bean combo? How many would he have won? I think he would have got there. And I think if Allen has a, if a, a a rate of play that is that high, that consistent for that long, the Bills will get one. That's my thought on it. Let's take a couple calls on it. 803-0550 is the phone number. Norm in Ontario, you're first up. What's up, Norm? Hey, I'm great. How about yourself? Good. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, with regards to your question of the night, I think that, uh, yeah, Philip Rivers has, has had a great career. And to take this, the passing stats, yeah, I take the passing stats as long as we upheld the, the, rushing, the rushing statistics and his all-round sort of quarterback play that we see from Josh Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Going forward into this week's game, um, the Colts are are going to be a little scarier than we think. I mean, uh, I am a little bit nervous about the running attack that they have because we've kind of been up and down with regards to run defense this year. It has improved over the last four or five weeks. But uh, I can see them grounding and pounding it quite a bit this weekend and, and relying on some play action from Rivers. What do you think about that? Yeah, thanks for the call, Norm. I think that's going to be their game plan. I wonder, though, how long they're able to stick with it because you might want to come in. To a game trying to play the Bills like the Giants did in Super Bowl 25, where you're going to run the clock, you're going to control the ball, possession, and you're just going to keep the ball out of Josh Allen's hands. But if the Bills start off to an early lead, like they have in almost every game this year, good luck sticking to that. Because when you're down 14 to 3 or 17 to 7 in the second quarter, good luck sticking with the run game because you're not going to catch up. The Bills will just outscore you. They'll outrun you the whole time. And I don't know if the Colts, I don't think the Colts have that card in them. I think this version of Phillip Rivers does not have that in him. I think he is a competent enough quarterback to, right, like play action, you know, not, not take care of the football, take some chances when you want, but in large part, Throwing short, Sale had it today on the station. Rivers is 26th in the league in air yards per attempt. Seven yards uh, down the field is where his balls generally go, are located. Um, that's that's not that that might do it if everything else goes well for you. But that's their margin of error is so small. Rivers can't have a game where he has two three picks. Jonathan Taylor has to be great. Their defense has to keep the Bills in check. The Bills I feel like could get some unlucky bounces and still win this thing comfortably. Um and right, like to your previous point on what we're kind of focusing on question-wise here. Like if you t- 71% right now on Twitter, you wouldn't take fifth in NFL history in passing yards for Josh Allen. That's that's I mean that's misconstruing the question. If I put it right up, you know, would you take Josh Allen being fifth all time in passing yards? I think 100% would say yes. So, it shouldn't just narrow, narrow it to that. But that's Rivers. Fifth in passing yards, fifth in passing touchdowns. That's how productive he's been. And to think a better situation could not have resulted in a Super Bowl for that guy, I think that's crazy. Let's go to Matt and Olean. You were on the nightcap. What's up, Matt? Hey, how are you? Pretty good. Hey, so listen, so I got like a couple of things I just want to like, just tell you. First of all, uh, comeback wins, okay? So, Philip Rivers, do you know his comeback wins is 29? Okay. I did not know that. Well, well, okay. That's 29, 29 in 17 years. Josh Allen in three already has eight. Okay. So, I just want to, like, just throw that, like, statistic out there. like okay. Like, Philip Rivers in the big moments has a 10-season choke. I understand he's got 29, like, comeback wins in 17 seasons. So, mm-hmm. let's take that in, what, 230, 240 games? He's got 29, like, comeback comeback wins. So, it's, I mean, I just want to throw that out there. Also, Ken Dorsey for offensive coordinator. Thanks for the call, Matt. That's easily, to me, the most popular idea for that. Uh, Chad Hall's name does get mentioned occasionally, the wide receivers coach, but everyone, I think, assumes Dorsey would get it. He doesn't have to, but we'll see if Dable uh, does get one of these head coaching jobs. Ken Dorsey, if you don't know, the quarterback coach for the Bills. That That's a fair criticism. I don't have a comeback to it. That's straight up. That's fair. Allen is on track to, you know, Rivers has played, yeah, 240 games, and he has 29 comebacks. And Josh Allen, meanwhile, has played in 43 games, and he has 8. It's a better percentage. Allen seems to be very trustworthy in those situations. And Phillip Rivers maybe even has a reputation for not getting it done in the late stages. He's always seemingly down 6-6. No timeouts with a minute to go. Like that That's always Phillip Rivers. And I don't have the numbers off the top of my head or in front of me here, but I'd imagine Phillip Rivers gets a lot of opportunities just trying to think back to how many times he's been in that situation. I, I feel like it's a lot. He's always in that situation. And it's always a late-game blunder. You know, he probably has m- missed out on maybe even four or five or more Comeback victories because of boneheaded coaching mistakes, uh, missed field goals from 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 short and long. Like he, I think he's gotten a little unlucky with that as well. He's he's played for the most unlucky, one of the most unlucky franchises that I've seen. They always lose in the stupidest ways, and I don't think that has to be all on Philip Rivers' shoulders. I don't know. I'm not going to fully absolve him of that, but I do think he's been a little unlucky for the team that he's played for. And now, like he, I thought he was shot, by the way, last year. And this will maybe steer us more towards Saturday's game. I thought Phillip Rivers, last season, was shot. He could not throw the football more than 15 yards down the field. It just didn't look like he was remotely capable of that. And... The Chargers stunk for it. And this year, he gets to really the perfect situation. Like, Carson Wentz, right now in Philadelphia, there's a report yesterday that he is weighing or not whether to stay, want to stay in Philly. That guy, and any quarterback, Cam Newton... Ryan Fitzpatrick, anyone that thinks they have a reasonable argument for why they should still be a starting quarterback in the league, Jameis Winston, Sam Darnold, all of these quarterbacks should be calling and pleading with the Indianapolis Colts to give them a shot. Rivers went to the perfect situation. They have an incredible offensive line with maybe the best offensive lineman in the league in Quentin Nelson. They have a great defense. I mean, the year started and offense was through the roof and almost no defenses were playing well except for Pittsburgh and Indianapolis. Their run game is very strong. They've got not great weapons, they got good weapons. T.Y. Hilton is a good wide receiver. Michael Pittman's had a very good rookie season for a second round rookie. They've got three legitimate tight ends, and Trey Burton, uh, Jack Doyle, and Mo Ali Cox. They have a very good pass catching running back and Naheem Hines. Rivers had the most time to throw from the pocket in football this season. That is the perfect situation. And you know what? He, he wasn't amazing, but he wasn't, he, he proved it. all of us, I think, he wasn't completely shot. Because 68% completion, 4,200 yards, 24 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. You're not Phillip Rivers of old, but you're doing enough. You're doing enough for your team to go 11-5. and five. And I didn't even think he had that in him. So, we'll see. Maybe he's not even back next year, by the way. Um, that could be Wentz. It could be Newton. It could be Darnold. It could be a lot of these guys. But for Saturday's game, that's, that's what he is. He's just enough to get them into the playoffs. I no longer think that Phillip Rivers is a quarterback to be intimidated by when you play him in a playoff game. Because even, you know what? Think back a couple years. Two years ago, the Ravens go into the playoffs. They were hot, just like the Bills. They maybe ended that season 6-0. Lamar Jackson had not lost a game as a rookie. They go into that game against Phillip Rivers. And if I were a Baltimore fan, I would feel supremely confident that my team, that is the hottest team in the league, is going to beat a quarterback that historically has a narrative of losing in the playoffs. And who won that game? Not the Ravens. They lost that game. And I think this situation is different. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to compare that saying, oh, the Bills are going to lose on Saturday. I don't think the Bills are going to lose on Saturday. I don't even think it's going to be close. I think the Bills will cover that six and a half point spread. And I think they might do it by double digits. I think this game could get out of hand. That's just what the Bills are doing to everybody. And if you can't keep up with your passing offense, I don't really respect you as a legitimate threat. And I think that's where I am at my, where I am with the Colts. Not completely discounting them. I do respect them as a team. I think they're a pretty darn good team in the league. But I don't think they compete with the Bills when they're throwing the football like Josh Allen has this season. 8030550 is the phone number. Our interview of the day is coming up next. Get some calls in before that if you want to uh, get in on the phone lines in the next break. Uh, Mike Giardi of NFL Network. Howard and Jeremy this morning. That will be our interview of the day when we come back. It's the Nightcap with Joe DiBiase. This is WGR.